All right, welcome to the Talk and Shed podcast. Um, today we are up here at uh, the Nova Store. You guys have heard us talk a lot about the Nova Store, and uh, Nova is a uh, little burg, I guess you could say, up in eastern Ohio. And I'm uh, joined here with the the Nova team. We've got you may hear Tammy in the background. We may be able to convince her here in a little bit to jump on. Uh, we've got Seth. We've got Jake and Corbin. So how's everyone doing today? Doing real well. Doing good. Good, good doing day. Good. good. Doing great. Awesome. So you guys have heard us talk a lot about these guys, and I finally twist their arms hard enough to get them to jump onto a podcast. Uh, who's, is, is it everyone's, I know I did one with Seth. Has anyone else done a podcast before? Yeah, I did one time here. Corbin yeah. did? Oh, yeah, we, yeah. we had you on as well. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to be up here. It's the last day in February. Uh, I haven't been up here to Nova in quite some time, um, and uh, I always enjoy the trip. It, it's a longer drive, but uh, we're up here today doing a sales meeting. So uh, I thought everything went went pretty well. We we talked about uh, uh, you know as always uh, you know getting more done and 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 how ways that we can always improve. Oh yeah, yeah. yep. Uh, touch base on quite a bit of equipment uh you know bouncing ideas off of each other you know as far as what we need to do yeah um so i think we all, all got some good ideas in mind and uh you know looking at the, the road ahead yeah uh, so for maybe new listeners why don't we go around and, and inter- introduce ourselves maybe first um i'm adam fennig uh, Fenny equipment you know been doing the podcast and, and if you're a first-time listener um hopefully uh some of the podcast quality is improving as we get through the line um and i work out of the cold water store mainly so yeah uh seth reisinger uh been with the finnig team for uh four years march 4th will be four years okay Uh, cool it's been uh it's great you know been great uh, and uh gonna continue that way yeah seth uh Kind of heads up the spreader stuff is pretty well versed in Salford, sold Salford at the previous job for quite a while. Yeah. So um, is pretty well versed there. Um, him and Tammy uh, pretty much head up the, the Nova store. Tammy being his wife, um, she pretty much runs the show. That would, yeah, the boss lady. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Just so everyone's on the same page. Oh, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm Jake. Um, been with the team for about two years now okay uh, down south Richland County Crawford County that area okay cool awesome um, Jake has been uh, pretty much on the road mm-hmm. uh, you may have seen him at some farm shows at farm science just at Louisville there yep. a couple weeks ago um, you got what well, at least one little one yeah one Carson little one, Carson yep six years old yep Awesome. Yep. Okay. Cool. So you guys have maybe uh, talked to Jake on the phone as well. Corbin Riggenbaugh, and uh, I'm more to the east, and uh, been with the company a little under a year. Yep. So. Yeah. So like, how far east? You're like dang near Pennsylvania, ain't you? Uh, I can get there pretty quick. Yeah. 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 I live in Wayne County, though. Okay. Close to Worcester, as the locals say. So is it yeah. Worcester or Wooster? It's Worcester. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Unless you're from <laughs> unless West. you're farther than fifty miles away. I was going to say unless, it's Wooster. unless yeah. you're from Mercer County, Ohio, right. Okay. Right. it's Wooster. <laughs> yeah. So whatever you say. Yeah. Um, okay. Awesome. Well, I'm glad to have the team uh, here to to record a podcast. We have nothing on the agenda. Um, you know, uh, the last podcast was with Lee, and we talked about uh, kind of any anything and everything. We were at the Louisville Farm Show. Um, and three of the four here in, in this podcast were at the show. So why don't you guys talk about your experience at the show and, and how you thought that went? Yeah, I, I, I thought it was an excellent show. Yeah. Um, traffic was good. Uh, lots of, uh, talked a lot of quality people, uh, you know, uh, lots of good questions, uh, you know, Dealt with a lot of people just looking to improve their operation, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I, I thought as the show went, it was uh, yeah, it was very well. I think for all of us, I I think for for a lot of the companies there, you know. Yep. Um, so you know, our lot, you know, we're very diversified. Sure. Uh, which which helps. Uh, yep. So much, you know, a lot to offer solutions. So, no, I thought the farm show was real well. Uh, I got to leave a little early. Yep. So, uh, you know, left U- Friday. UPS guy had to grab some packages. <laughs> yep. UPS guy was just here. I don't know if that's the regular guy or not. Said it wasn't. Sound like the other guy. Oh, it's a different no, guy. Yeah. Different guy. The other guy's pretty cool. So, but yeah, no, it was. Uh, I think it was real well. Good. Um, you sold a spreader out of that deal. I, I did. Yep, uh, that's yep. good. You had a, a fertilizer spreader. It was sitting on Salford's lot. Uh, gentleman come down we talked for a little bit and we yep we ended up getting that sold cool uh, sold a bunch of the the yetter poly twisted closing wheels yeah um, it's usually a hot topic at that show it is mm-hmm. uh and even gaining traction back here at home you know yeah customers call and coming and picking them up so that is uh no that's all real good cool uh, jake i knew you had some pretty good luck at the show as well yeah i did uh real good show uh, talked to a lot of people had a lot of interest um, a lot of interest on that Enduroplast trailer we had yeah. there. Yeah. Um, I think towards the end of the week, we were all taking bets on who <laughs> was going to sell it first. Yeah. Um, but I ended up selling that out of the show. Yeah. Yep. Um, it was real okay. good. I, I think, yeah, the Enduroplast lineup and then the, the Valmar Cedar, you know, that cover crop cedar had so much attention on it once again. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it did. Um, it did. Um, Corbin stayed home and manned the, the Nova fort, um, which had to be done. But, uh, Corbin, why don't we talk a little bit about the area in which you cover, um, maybe your experience in selling equipment and, uh, and how things have been going. So let's start with what area of Ohio or Wooster you cover. (laughs) Yep. Great question. So yeah, mainly to the East. So it'd be, uh, from kind of that Medina line area over to the east and uh, up to Lake Erie, up in that area. And so there's a lot of variety there of, of land and a lot of variety of farms. There's there's some vineyards, there's some orchards, there's some dairies, there's some large crop farms, there's some smaller dairies, uh, larger dairies, smaller dairies. So there's a, there's a good variety there. Good, good, yeah. Um, you know, when we when we first went east, you know, obviously we started in, in Coldwater, Ohio, and uh, we started 
uh, in Norwalk, right? Kind of on yeah. two on two fifty was the yes. original one. Um, but we were obviously pretty fresh to the area uh, as far as fending equipment, the name. Um, Seth had sold Salfords and and stuff up this way, but as you come over this way from Western Ohio, it is amazing how there's a lot of similarities too. You know, so a lot of smaller farms. Uh, over there in Mercer County, we have a lot of smaller dairies and, um, no matter where you travel, whether it's Florida or the Dakotas, everyone's wanting to improve, uh, their operation. And, and I think that is what allows us to have that, that corner niche. You know, a lot of the products we sell, you can put a hard ROI on them. And, and I think that, I think that makes a, a big difference. So... Um, yeah, I, I would imagine that a lot of the trends that we see in Western Ohio and in Indiana with the livestock and stuff are true up here as well. Yeah. I would imagine. Yep. So let's talk about a little bit of your background in equipment. No, I've been in the equipment business for probably 25 years. Um, and, uh, kind of did some dairying before that, but as far as so did everything from tractors, combines, tillage, that type of thing. This is just a little bit more specialty and easier yep. to see a little bit more return on investment than some of the equipment before. Sure, sure. Yep. And uh, how, how do you feel um, you have grown? You know, today we had a sales meeting um, from, from day one. You know, we had that meeting in the summer talking about planners, and we went over uh, probably too much stuff. And, uh, how do you feel that, that you've grown into chasing that niche role? Um, trying to help farmers maybe specialize a little bit more, maybe rather than, uh, higher horsepower tractors. Yep. Great question. So a lot of, uh, what we need to do is listen to what the farmers are looking for, what they're heading towards, what their goal is, and then see what we can do to help them get there and and we have a lot of things that we can do with uh, with the products we sell, you know, whether it's closing wheels, row cleaners, um, even some replacement parts. But adding fertilizer to a planter, you know, all of that can add a lot of value to a, to a guy's operation. Sure. And you know, up here in Nova, we talked about it a little bit in the in the sales meeting. But um, you know, we've got some on the road guys that. Uh, are kind of on an island and that that can be good and bad you know we got hunter uh, we did a podcast with him he's over in indiana um, he's on the road pretty much all the time and then we've got uh, corbin who's on the road all the time we've got jake and then seth and i were talking about how we need to be on the road more um, but you know is that kind of the way that you did it before was kind of mainly on the road or were you kind of in an office more often? No, I'd say it's on the road more, uh, than, than in an office, probably 20 years ago, maybe I was in the office a lot more, but otherwise I've been, been on the road for the last yeah. 20 years. Sure. So. Yep. Um, yeah, you know, it allows you to, uh, get out there and get in front of people and, and meet so many more people and expand your reach. Um, and talk about uh, what it is that that you have to offer to a customer um, but like we talked you know um, I need to do a better job of, of showing you guys what kind of inventory we've got at Coldwater I mean we've got so much stuff there and uh, 
And I can understand now coming out here how I see things here that I didn't maybe know existed, how you guys can struggle to maybe get that stuff and get mm -hmm. that information to you. So uh, we need to somehow figure out a way for you guys to like, uh, we almost just need like a live camera where you guys can just look at the lot <laughs> and fly a drone around and look at it. That'd be pretty handy. I don't think you'd want me flying it from here though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we, yeah, I guess we could do that. It's just like at Sunset Pier in Key West. You know, the cameras there, you can log in. Oh, right. Time yeah. I see. And, and, and check them out. See what Adam and Cody's doing. Okay. Or, or look at equipment. But okay. yeah, just log in and, and see what's happening in cold water. We might mm -hmm. see them in a tree stand. Oh, it, yeah, most likely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Dad might be doing that right now. He may have some logins out. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard saying. It's probably what's on his mind. Yeah. He texted me. Yep. He texted me earlier. Yeah, I, no, that was the I, first time. I, I told Tammy by Friday, he'll, he'll be calling. Oh, yeah. He's going he's gonna to be missing us. Oh, yeah. So Yeah, missing mm -hmm. us is a good way to put it. <laughs> um, so what, uh, you know, we don't have to talk uh, all equipment. I'm sure people, you know, Cody and I talk a little bit of hunting every now and then. Uh, Lee and I talked all kinds of different things. But what, what kind of things gets, you guys, gets your guys' motor going? What do you do, uh, you know, between you know, uh, Friday and Monday and after hours I'll start with you. Seth. Oh, I, uh, I enjoy, uh, cooking, you know, using my yep. smoker, yep. uh, making something so yummy that my friends are just like, Oh, this is great. It's yep. kind of my escape, you know, I see, uh, Tammy and I enjoy, uh, listening to music. So okay. our, uh, our favorite music is out of Texas. And we, I see. we, uh, listen to a lot of Texas bands. Um, yeah, you know, cooking, music hanging out just trying to relax right yeah uh, uh, just kind of dial it back and yeah and enjoy the weekend you know so, yeah yeah you, uh, you hang around seth long enough you're going to get a smoked brisket or or something of yeah, some sort we're going to do something you know uh then that's it you know just yeah just that relaxing you know a mm -hmm. little bit of farming uh you know uh, and i guess you know tractors always like tractors old school cool you know yeah. muscle tractors things like that you do so, some stuff with pulling i did, did. kind of over that now but yeah you know i was involved in tractor pulling did a lot of it uh you know did some work with ohio state as a, a tech official and uh you know it's a lot of time yeah you know, when it's uh, nice enough to go pulling it's nice enough to be farming yeah uh you know so you get out of town next thing you know customers want something or my dad wants something oh you know you're not you're not home so right try to pick and choose those battles now oh yeah you know so i found out that i'd like to uh screw off yeah you know, like go down to mahicken go to the river you know go camping go to putting bay so you know just things just yep i think a little more relaxing and enjoying life good so. that's good that's good yep, what about you jake yeah if i can ever get my son to calm down <laughs> keeps my good, hands good luck. full but good luck um, no mostly farm i've yeah. been helping a guy out for 19 years and okay do that on my weekends if we're not at a rodeo for my son he's okay. in the rodeos i see um which we've got one coming up here in a couple of weeks yeah um, you ever get out to macarena out by us no nope. wabash no nope. yeah i thought that was a dance the macarena it is a dance yes. okay yep yeah. it's also the name of a bull riding arena oh. um and i'm blown away every 
time I go there on how popular that place is. It, it's, it's unreal. Yeah. Um, Rodeos are coming back. <laughs> they, they must be. I mean, growing up, like, through high school and stuff, we would go out there every now and then, and it'd be busy. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've taken my boys there three times, I think, in the last couple months. And uh, Saturday night starts at 7. And uh, the last time we went, we we went to pay money to get in, and she says, you know there's no seats, right? I just want to let you know so that you don't want your money back. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, And it was crazy. We struggled to find a place to park. I couldn't believe it. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, there were people parked along the road. It's a, on a highway kind of like this here, mm-hmm. probably for a tenth of a mile, eighth of a mile each way, people parked out on the road. Yeah. Could not believe it. And they got some good bowls in there now. I remember it used to be a bowl would go in. He probably wasn't going to buck. <laughs> and he knew right where the gate was. Like, he, you know, now they got some bowls in there. Um, we usually leave at like 9, 930. But I, I, in the last three times I've been there, I haven't seen anyone cover a bowl, yeah. which is, is good and bad. It's good because they got good bowls. But, and then they got a clown in there now too, which makes it pretty entertaining. Which him. Does he work for Phoenix? Well, oh. that's Cody. <laughs> okay, so okay. I was, you okay. said clown. I didn't yeah. want to mention names. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yep, that's Cody. Yeah. I yeah. can see him mm-hmm. paint on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Standing in a barrel. Well, he doesn't. He don't really dress up a whole lot. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he, gets, he gets done from work and goes down <laughs> there. Right to, the, right to the bull riding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, he, he's doing that. And if we're not doing rodeos, we're doing something with their – livestock show animals sure and 4-h advisors so we got our hands full with a bunch of kids with their animals for fair and i see um i'm kind of known in the area as the goat guy don't really know why but, <laughs> um, <laughs> anyone needs a goat you call jake <laughs> if they need help showing it seems like i'm always the one they call don't know why but yep it is but yeah between that farming and spending time with my boy and my wife there you go Try to go camping some. Love okay. to hunt. Yeah. I'm in the same boat with you. Yeah. That's Anytime good. Anytime I can get in the woods, I'm in the woods. Yeah. It's not very often, but. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. What about you, Corbin? Well, we have uh, we have a small farm and we raise some uh, beef there. And so lately we've been working on a building, getting that ready for some baby calves and stuff. And. Got three younger kids that are, um, some of them are in 4-H and some of them aren't old enough yet. So as far as kind of in that process there, but. Uh, Holsteins or? Yeah. Okay. We got some Holsteins, some crosses and some jerseys and a little bit of mix from the neighbors there. I see. Yep. Looking to get into chickens next. Oh yeah. yeah. I did a little bit of that this past summer. Yeah. 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 I ordered them online. They came as like one or two day olds yeah yeah i did uh dang it i forget what they called them things now uh they were red uh son of a gun i don't remember what exactly they were called a lot of different breeds yeah 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 i'll think of it here in a little bit but yeah we we did 50 of them and i had one of the movable chicken tractors yeah it worked out pretty well good yeah we butchered them and yeah it was good i plan on trying it again good deal so so what my boy wants is chickens. Fun. Said nope, no. Oh, no they're way. so they're easy. No way. Yeah, they're easy. 
He's got a pot belly pig. That's good enough. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. Um, in the uh, whenever I recorded with uh, Lee from from uh, Salford, Lee Kilpatrick, the uh, uh, U.S. Uh, territory manager, sales manager. Um, he asked me what my morning routine was and uh, what gets you going. And I, I always looked at Lee as like the David Goggins. I don't know if you guys know who Goggins is, but he's he's a guy who runs all the time. And, and I know uh, Lee and Dad have went on runs and stuff. Um, what gets you guys going in the morning? Uh, my, wife, my, my wife yelling at me. Give okay. me that first cup of coffee. Yeah. Telling me everything we have to do for the day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, I'd say she keeps you in line pretty well. Pretty well. Yeah. yeah. No, that, and by the way, that was a very good podcast. Lee is a man, what, what a motivator and speaker. I just got to say mm-hmm. that guy is, yeah, it's he crazy. is, he's something else. It, but, it was, uh, it was so fun. Yeah. I, uh, last year I, I gave Gunkman a heads up, you know, I was like, Hey, I don't, I, if you could mention it to Lee, I would like to do a podcast with him. This was last year at Louisville. And you know, they were like, well, what time? And, and, you know, it was it was pretty formal and stuff. I've gotten to know Lee a little bit better since then, and so I came went. I think it was that that night that we had the little some more d'oeuvres and, and a little party mm-hmm. at the Salford booth. I told him, I said, "Hey, just so you know, uh, we're doing a podcast." And he's like, "Oh, bring it on!" You know, and I was like, "Okay." Well, the only time that worked for me, what or both of us, was the final day of the show, and uh, so everyone left. And I was like, I got to go record a podcast quick with Lee. And so everyone's packing up. It's, it's uh, I don't know, five o'clock or whatever on the last day. And so we sit down in those white chairs and every Salford employee was packing up and me and Lee are just sitting there with <laughs> headphones on and they were throwing stuff. And, uh, but yeah, it was fun. That, that yeah. dude is full of knowledge. Yeah, that yeah. was, uh, that was good. You know, and I was, uh, I actually did one of those runs with Lee and Dave okay. and dad and okay. mom one morning, uh, first year I worked farm science Yep. Uh, and, and got roped into that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it wasn't bad. Yeah. That's just not my every morning routine. Sure. I mean, I, I was good with it. I just liked the breakfast buffet better <laughs> and uh, was not doing that, but uh, <laughs> right. I have, you know, a little bit, I don't do it faithfully, but you know, yeah, get up in the morning, coffee, watch some news. Yeah. Um, not enough to get totally mad for the day. Sure. But, uh, There's been a fine to, line. Yeah, there. there is. You know, depending on what you watch and listen to. And then uh, yep. I've actually, uh, here for the last, I don't know, several months, been trying to incorporate a little bit of exercise in the morning. Get yep. the blood flowing, some walking, and yep. uh, try to start the day out with a little more energy. Oh, so, well, it's amazing what it can do. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, uh, it's actually a young friend of ours. Uh, he's uh, 10 years younger than me. He's like, man, you need to stretch every day. Yeah. And so every morning, just trying to do that and just get the body prepared. So that's, uh, yeah, yeah, not a, not a huge routine, but that's kind of what it is, you know? So, oh yeah. Oh yeah. The, the conveniences that we live with today, uh, make us a little bit unhealthy. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. You know, you get busy and, uh, man, I, don't want to stop here and eat, but I'm kind of hungry. Right. right? So yeah, yep. we're not doing, uh, not doing our bodies the best of favors most of the time. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, if, if we're, if you're on the road much, you know, you're always tempted by fast food places and, oh shoot, I didn't pack and, oh, I need to grab this and, and, uh, oh yeah, it, 
it definitely it, it is amazing how um, how and Lee said it in the podcast how working out in the morning or whatever you're doing sets the tone for the day. Yeah, and uh, that is so true. Yep, just a little bit of something. Just get moving. Yeah. Yep. Get the blood pumping. So. Yep, Jake. Really don't have a too big of a routine. Just get my boy ready. Yep. If my wife's home, she works 24 hours on 48 off. So I see. Just depends on who's home and where yep. he's got to go. Sure. And then I'm not a big coffee drinker, so I grab me a Diet Mountain Dew. And <laughs> there you go. <laughs> probably shouldn't drink that, but with, with my diabetes and all that, probably not good, too good, but it'd be all right, I guess. So you need to get just, on that Duncan kick. See. Yeah. Just try it that, sometime. That Duncan is good. You can oh, just yeah. drink oh, it yeah. black. It, it's it, that is. Yeah, I don't well, know. I mean, we wouldn't know today. Well, there's going to be a Duncan good today, no. right? Yeah, I I had a leftover Duncan cup in my truck. Yeah, um, that I brought in with me from a couple weeks ago. But well, they're building a um, Duncan not too far from me, and I've already been told I got to be make sure I bring Tammy coffee when I ah. There you go. There you go. I'll get some brownie points maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there's one in Salina there, um, but I, I don't go up, up there very often for it. But yeah, what about you, Corbin? Anything? Probably about the same as the previous here, but as far as uh, just getting up, getting the kids going, and getting the day going that way, that type of thing. And whenever we do have baby calves, I get up and feed those ahead of time and stuff. That that usually takes a little bit of time there, but sure kind of the off season right now so that's all right yeah 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 there's uh there's a lot that you can do that that uh can really change uh the tone of the day i think just getting going moving thinking you know that type of thing it, it does help yeah mm -hmm. yeah no doubt no doubt um we're having a uh some open houses coming up you know salford uh customer open houses so that that'll be fun oh yeah about yeah. a month from today yeah that is so uh always a good time you know mm -hmm. get uh you know get our group together uh you know get customers together uh, it's you know today's the last day of march or february yes, that's hard to believe. it is yes it is yeah i always say louisville farm show comes and it's over yep and then you know time goes super fast i mean it's already flown by but once we get through farm show right it just gets crazy right oh yeah because you know lead times are a serious issue right now mm -hmm. you know it, you know you get to um june july august lead times are an issue because a lot of stuff we sell is for spring well now you get something with a three-week lead time you're looking at april almost yeah so yeah. that that changes the game especially you start talking south you know i got guys in alabama that are planting yeah. right now so, you know, we talked in the sales meeting how the door is going to start closing on some of these uh, planter products. Uh, they've already closed in some states, you know, because they're running the planter today. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, you know, even where we're at right here, you know, north central Ohio, you know, about an hour from the lake. Uh, you don't have to go very far south of us here in Ohio, and, and those guys are at least two weeks ahead. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, sometimes yeah. three. You know, they're oh yeah. Interstate seventy is a, a dividing line for me. I mean, you get south of there, and it, it's several degrees warmer, 
and and a week, maybe two sooner, planting. Yep, it's absolutely. crazy. It's crazy. Well, last week, going back and forth between the two stores, there's a number of people out chisel plowing. Yeah. You've seen some fertilized spreaders running. Yeah. You've seen some people out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I've heard a lot of people saying how dry they are, um, and we certainly aren't in western Ohio, but I've heard some guys in, like, eastern and southern Ohio talk about how they've been ditching and doing all this stuff, and I'm like, man, I don't know. If, like, we're not that dry over my way. I mean, I can't think of a single time in the last three months that I would consider driving through a field and, and not get stuck. I, I just don't see it. Yeah. Remember the bunch that, well, uh, was that last week you and I were together? Yeah. And those guys were out tiling. Yep. You know, running trucks in the field. and mm-hmm. So there's quite a bit of that going on. Um, yeah. Yeah. We, we dried up a little bit, but we just, this rain we just got here, that'll keep us moist for a while now. Yeah, I think that was about, what, inch and a half yesterday Probably. or so. Yeah. So, yeah. I think we've had over three in the last few days. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, like we got hit. Well, you kind of neared it from last fall, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were pretty dry from Labor Day on. Um, I forget when the heck we... Uh, I think it was Friday. Friday, we got hammered with rain. Thursday night into Friday, we got hammered with rain, and then we got another shot Sunday, Sunday night. So, we were we were awfully wet. Well, I can say it was raining pretty good yesterday, stripping down the loads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was raining pretty good. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Um, as far as uh, uh, sales, what do you guys feel is is moving right now? What What are some hot topics that you guys? Because you guys talk to you know a lot of people between the four of us every day, every week. Um, what do you think is is kind of trending right now out in the world? I would say. Uh, Right now, as far as short term, would be planters, planter attachments, that type of thing. Sure. Uh, looking forward, probably a little bit more fertilizer spreaders, that type of thing for yeah. pre-plant and then also in-crop yeah. uh, feeding. And then there's there's definitely always some talk about tillage, you know, and, and uh, vertical till. It's so flexible from all the seasons, you know. Right. So. Yep. I would agree. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I mm-hmm. think that the spreaders are just going to, they're already hot and they're, it's going to be a, a commodity that you're going to be flying off the okay. off the showroom floor. So you say that and we, you know, we arm wrestle this all the time um, on a broader scale. You know, you've got fertilizer spreaders. They've been around for years and then you've got the the banders the deep placement the efficiency the strip till type of stuff and i have people who ask me all the time how can you still be selling spreaders you know when when we've got h2 ohio we've got whatever you know different programs to subsidize and and i think it boils down to the fact that efficiency is what guys want you know sure certain people could say i could cut my fertilizer by 30 percent if i band it and plant over top of it in a strip till that's true but i it definitely has to fit your operation obviously you know if you have the manpower to do strip till there's no question guys love that um but you still have to be efficient so if your farm 
doesn't have the manpower, you're going to be looking at a spreader probably. Um, so I don't think it, that guys are making these decisions based on, you know, hey, do I want to lay my fertilizer on top or do I want to put it in the soil? I think it's more of obviously just what fits them. Yeah. Well, I got, uh, I have some guys that do both. Yeah. Right. Uh, the weather's always not perfect here for the strip till. Uh, it, along with that, weather and then the manpower, like you said. Um, you know, it's either father, son, or, or two brothers and a dad, and it's uh, it's timing and personnel. So, uh, and then I had several guys that uh, actually just bought from me a few months ago because there was a huge difference in price on the product. Sure. Yep. And that was going to work very well for them. Yep. So. And not all crops are, are row crops. You know, there's there's other crops that they need to feed too. Yeah. Know? Good point. You know, alfalfa and, and all types of, of specialty crops in general. I know not necessarily maybe uh, where I'm at in Ohio, but there's a lot of places where BBI is used in vineyards and stuff in different Michigan probably. A lot of specialty crops up there, mm-hmm. I would say. Yeah, that's why I run too. We get uh, deal with a lot of guys with considerable amount of hay acres, right? Mm-hmm. So they're covering their hay acres a couple times a year, yeah. probably. Yeah. Uh, top dressing their wheat, uh, so it uh, th- those programs it fits very well into. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah efficiency. I mean, you think about about everything that we sell. Almost everything that we sell is going to increase efficiency. Yes. You know, you, you sell a Salford tool. They're probably upgrading from a smaller tool that they maybe had to drive slower with or maybe they had to wait till it was a certain you know dry enough to run that tool almost everything we do is going to maximize efficiency and so you look at these spreaders today they can sling some of them can spread urea 120 feet you know we can do lime at 60 throw a rate controller on there and you can be as accurate as as accurate can be um, there's nothing inaccurate about them. Um, I know they get a bad taste or a bad name sometimes from uneven spread and stuff like that. But with the BBIs, uh, when set up properly and you have a knowledgeable dealer, uh, we can spread fly as a pancake. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I got guys, you know, spreading at 80, driving at 80. Yeah. No overlap. You know, uh, like you said, that thing, that spreader can be as accurate. Mm-hmm. is you want it to be yeah you know you can spend time with it and uh and i encourage that right uh change product you know that's why the pan testing comes into play but uh you know as far as the rate you know i have some of my customers that are off by less than one percent yeah when they're variable rating mm-hmm. so uh, that's a big thing if you can have consistency with a lot of things in in life or agriculture or whatever but if you can have a spreader who's going to consistently spread your product like you're saying you can bank on that so much more you don't have to over order product or worry that you're under applying or you know there's there's a lot of a lot of value in that absolutely yeah i would agree but i what do you think um you know a year ago all fertilizer was pretty well pretty up there cost wise you know uh i talked to a guy that i'm wanting uh, co-op that I'm going to get fertilizer from for my wheat this morning. He said, ah, the 28 market's still pretty soft. Um, how do you think that's going to play 
into the spreader market for in season? You know, it's been gaining traction. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we have retailed several. Uh, seems like we've been having more and more interest in, in the top dressing with granular the last couple of years. Uh, I think in this immediate area, it's it's just going to keep gaining traction. You yeah. Know? Uh, you know, I see, uh, you know, some of the guys I talk to, and it's several different things, right? Um, they're already used to fertilizer spreader. Right. They just needed something they could get in crop. Yep. You know, it's either that or they're going to go buy a 28 applicator, but still keep a spreader to do the hay and the wheat, you yeah. know. So uh, each, each operation's different. But uh, yeah, I think. I think some of them single axle deals are going to catch a lot of traction. You know, in the last couple of years, we really, we'd sell one here or there, but it seems like the urea price, um, you know, per pound of in is pretty advantageous right now. And when you look at a spreader that can do lime and fertilizer, like the 12 foot Magna spread plus single axle, I mean, that's a pretty efficient option. That's, that's really the, the, um, uh, widest the spreader with the most variability yes it can do the most it can run in crop out of crop lime and fertilizer yes i mean you can you can get some bang for your buck out of that thing Mm -hmm. if you really want to so you know i don't when guys are kicking around some of these 10 foot liberties it's almost like man maybe we should price out a single axle plus even though it's not maybe what he's after but you start crunching numbers on how many days out of a year you can run each one, that single axle pencils. It does. It, you know, it gets, it, look at the capacity you're going to carry. Yeah. How many times we have to load. Yeah. Right. And, and once again, back to the, there's only two people on this farm. Right. You know, so Manpower. someone's got, yeah, we got to, we got to have production. Mm-hmm. We got to get, we have to get the job done yeah and uh yeah time is always of the essence with the weather and it's uh guys yeah you can just get a lot done in a day's time mm-hmm. so i think uh i think that's a lot of what's pushing them so. what uh what types of uh products are you guys most excited about over the next uh 12 months to sell and, and bring to customers uh, doesn't have to be a new product. It could be a product that you're kind of just learning about, um, but something that you see a lot of traction in that, that you're really excited to talk to customers about, you feel comfortable selling, and uh, and you know it's it's something that's going to add value to their farm. I'm looking forward for the demos on the VRT. Yeah. And doing the demo in 1200. Got yep. a lot of guys... Yep. So software tools, maybe in general. Yeah. Of course we know the VRT has been gaining a lot of traction. Um, Cody and I, we start, you know, we would write down in our books, you know, Hey, we got this guy who wants to demo. Well, the problem was come April, who knows where this book is. And so we started just writing it down on a whiteboard and we have got a list of people Mm -hmm. who are interested. Now, of course we need to, qualify and 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 you know make sure it makes sense for everyone they have enough horsepower and and stuff like that but um yeah it you know what what's interesting what i told lee 
last week I said, today we order a salver tool and we're looking at September. I'm wondering if we don't need to order more VRTs because if everything goes well this spring, we're going to sell the three, four that we have and we won't have anything for like farm science because by the time spring comes and we sell what we have, it's going to be April, May. Well, you're going to be into November on their lead time. So then you order then and you've missed fall with VRTs. Mm -hmm. Correct. That's something to think about that. But I told Lee, I said, man, how do you, how do you place an order for two or three VRTs when you're sitting on five? But I think we have the confidence in our sales team and the product um, and the number of demos and the traction those things have. Um, I don't know. It's something we need to look at. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's a, you know, hopefully spring works correctly. Because uh, once we get to the field, do demos, you know, that speaks volumes. Right. And, and how many times have you seen it with the VRT? Run it. Yep. I want it. I want one. It stays where it yep. demos Get a lot one. of times. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So, you know, just uh, like all the tools. That's my favorite part. We got, I love the smell of spring dirt. Oh, yeah. I don't care if I'm out running a 1200, 22. It's, it's time. Yep. That's the time of the year. It's enjoyable, right? Yep. Getting mm -hmm. this tool on your farm behind your tractor. Right. And uh, go make it shine. Yeah. You know, make it work. Put you it know, to the test. Yep. Make the, you know, the farmer a believer. Uh, that's uh, it's probably the favorite part of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. I had a guy last year. He gave me a challenge. Find something better than this John Deere. Yep. I showed it to him. He's He owns one now. Yep. Yep. That's good. And that was all through demo mm -hmm. and working with him. Yeah. Yeah. This, this fall, Kevin and I went out on a lot of demos and... Of course, we were challenged at, at every place. You know, I would ask them, what do you want this tool to do today? Well, you know, I want it to bury stalks. I want it to finish well. And I, I think that I want to be able to plant into it in the spring. That was one farm. And then you go to the next one and say, well, I'm going to do two passes. I'm going to do a, a pass in the fall and a pass in the spring. And there wasn't a farm that we could not satisfy the customer's demands mm -hmm. with what he wanted to see with that VRT. We would run it in bean ground. And of course in bean ground, it was pretty easy, yeah. but, um, you know, we would run it everywhere and every farm wanted a different look. Some guys wanted root balls out. Some guys wanted them in and, and different finishes. Um, but we were able to satisfy that. So that, that's pretty awesome. So pick a different product, uh, the us three remaining, let's pick a different product. <laughs> What, what, what are you excited about? Or maybe the most excited about? I'll, I'll go last. Uh, let me see. I'm excited about all of them, but I got to pick something different. <laughs> well, uh, actually, got uh, some copperhead closing wheels here. I do have some copperhead <laughs> closing wheels here on special today in Nova. So, uh, actually, you know, uh, getting this time of year and it won't be long to, uh, I got several guys that I, I still need to work with about the stock devastator. Yeah. So, you know, the, the other products in general. So, you know, I uh, look forward to keep working with guys on that, uh, getting more devastators on, uh, farms around the area. Uh, that, 
Hardy sprayers, you know, I sold sold a Hardy sprayer here. We got to get that thing dialed in. So uh, that'll be that'd be cool. Uh, and our local guy call about a Hardy, so we might uh, get some of those out, some new ones out, get those running. Yeah. So I think. Uh, yeah. That'd be good. Yeah, that yeah. that is exciting. That's a that's a, a venture that we haven't really dove a whole lot into. You know, sure, Enduraplast sells the UTV sprayers and stuff, but to sell a ninety or hundred foot boom sprayer. That's not something that we've really done, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, so that's going to be good. Hopefully, uh, hopefully Jake and Corbin can make it work. I, I right. sold it. I don't know <laughs> there, nothing about there it. There you go. So <laughs> someone's going to have to be a sprayer specialist here uh, for long. That's a ground drive pump, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just engage the tire yes. and roll. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, no, that's uh, that's what uh, going to focus on that stuff, and uh, and then still on on everything else. You know? Okay. So. Corbin? Yeah, I think in a, a, a thing that would be, that I'm excited about would be the, the tanks, the sprayers you mentioned. Uh, there's, there's a lot of that product out there. And the Enduraplast is a great product. And yeah. That's been good. It's one that you don't, you don't hear back from usually. Yeah. You know. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, that's, that can be good and bad. But, <laughs> right. Yeah. But it's good that it, it, the product goes out and is, is used and, and uh, don't have problems, but. I am excited about the Hardy too to dig yeah. back into that. Used one years ago, but yeah, it uh, you know especially on some of these smaller farms, mm -hmm. right? Uh, just uh, the ones we have on the lot here: five hundred fifty gallon tank, sixty foot boom. Uh, you know, and it's it's simple. It's speed and pressure, yep. and uh, you know it comes with a nice controller. It's uh, it's a nice. These are a nice mid range sprayer. You know. Oh yeah, so, a very good pump. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they, they've been in business for a long time and seems like they know what they're doing. Yeah. So for, for us, you know, obviously we get approached from time to time. Hey, will you sell this for us? Will you sell this? And, and a lot of it can be attractive. <clears throat> but for us, it's got to boil down to can we show a legitimate ROI to a customer? Um, is the quality there? Is the longevity of the company there? And how is your customer service? You know, it, it's got to fit really hard with all, all three or four of those. If it doesn't, it's likely not something that we can do. Because, uh, you know, we're, we're not a fly-by-night type deal where we want to carry uh, the splash-in-the-pan type products. Um, you know, Salford really, in my opinion, sets the standard for quality of product and customer service. Um, if there's a company out there like Salford, we want to sell for you, yeah. you know, because as far as their quality and standards, um, those are the types of products we want to sell. Absolutely. Because if you can't get a hold of someone about some support or some questions, I mean, forget about it, you know, because it, you know, we, we don't have all the answers. We have to rely on the factory and, and whoever for parts and service. Um, and if that's not there, forget about it yeah it's got to mm -hmm. be there yep and it's not i know tammy deals a lot on the hardy side yeah. parts uh, uh service you know talking to the guys in service out there and, and as far as i know it's uh goes very well i mean parts are timely if we don't have them mm -hmm. uh, the service is uh she can call and talk to those guys troubleshoot uh if we don't know the answer yeah and uh those they seem to be on it i mean they do a good job so. good Good. Um, 
I'll go last. Um, probably one of the products that I'm most excited about is, uh, you know, the Y drop toolbar, probably, you know, Jake just sold one today. Um, but that's a product that has gained steam over the years. And, uh, there's more and more Hagies out there. Uh, a lot of guys are Y dropping. And again, we allow them to be extremely efficient. That is a product that saves time and uh, saves stress on the booms. And uh, it's a product that, that we pretty much designed from the ground up. And it's, it's one that works. Guys that have them absolutely love them. Um, I had some guys come up to me at the farm show that owned them. And uh, they said, man, I don't know why everyone that owns a Hagee doesn't have one of them. And we said, well, we're, we're working on that. But it's, it's, <laughs> it's something that uh, is big. And uh, we're selling more and more of them every year. And uh, I, I think that's going to continue as we move forward. Yeah. Yep. So that's one thing that's good about Fennig. There's many things good about Fennig equipment. But I mean, as far as some of the specialty things that you, you build in house and things like that, that that's really a, sure. an added value. Yeah. Well, we, we get a lot of ideas from farmers. Uh, in fact, the other day, this is going to go far off, but the other day my boy asked me, said, Dad, how do they make Salford tillage tools? And I said, well, I'll show you. We'll go down to Wabash because we were putting one together. I said, we'll go down to Wabash. This was Saturday. And I'll show you. And he's like, really? I said, yeah, they're putting one together. And so we went down there, and and I don't know. He was on this kick about how things are made. And it came to my mind. I said, I, I know I watched one time a Salford video um, on how things how, how they make it and so i looked last night and i found it, it was like eight years old and they were walking through the salford plant and they were talking about um how how they got how they get a lot of their ideas from the farmer and i was like you know we're the, we're the same way mm -hmm. you, you what happens is you talk to a farmer and he'll kind of give you a challenge he'll say well i kind of want something like this and you'll hear that once and you'll be like yeah that's kind of off the wall and then you hear it a second time you're like you know i had another guy ask for that and then the third time you're like okay all right this is, who makes does anyone make this and then if no one does we're like we need to we need to fill this gap mm -hmm. and uh pretty soon it snowballs and, and, and it morphs into a legitimate product and we've done that with the triple threat the s2s uh, the cornhead cedar and the y drop toolbar it's just extremely niche products that um, we have seen a void or a gap or an opportunity to offer an ROI and increase efficiency with a product. Yep. And if you keep your nose and your ears to the ground, you're going to find that stuff. And, and you'll find different ways to add value to your customer. And that's what we've tried to do with those products. Yep, for sure. So, well, hopefully, I sell one or three Y drop toolbars yeah. at some point. Yeah, you know? well, we'll run out of them eventually. They <laughs> yeah. are a, a timely, timely product. We don't yeah. sit on a whole bunch of them, but, uh, but yeah, it's it's something that uh, that's pretty cool. It's, that volume's been increasing. Oh yeah, said. oh yeah, yeah. We we've been selling more and more every year, and. Um, you know, getting the new shop out there at Wabash has really changed the game on the Y-Drop toolbars. We used to pull them in one at a time, and it would take up our entire shop. I have seen as many as five of them 
being worked on at one time in the new shop. That helps your efficiency then too. Yeah, everyone's. Everyone's. And, you know, it used to be, you know, Jake, like the one you just sold, it used to be if you sold one in March, we would really struggle to get it pushed out by side dress time. Right now, um, there's only like three of all of them that aren't completely done yet at -hmm. the end of February. And I would say 30% of them probably are done and delivered to the customer already. Uh, I remember three or four years ago, I spent about two weeks on the road in June hand delivering toolbars, wide drop toolbars. We would make them and I would deliver and I would tell them, have this one ready by the time I get back. I went to Minnesota went to Wisconsin and said, I'll be back in two days, have this one done. And we'll, we load it and I go, I'll be back in two days, load it and go. I mean, Illinois, I, d- I delivered about five of them in two weeks, nonstop. I mean, because we, we were running behind and we just, we weren't efficient at the time when we didn't realize how inefficient we were. And you know, it, things that you think should take four weeks, take six. And so but I think the new shop is actually, I, bump the efficiency up if everything seems to me like uh, it's ridiculous. The, the tillage tools are getting come together faster uh you know it's probably uh, i've not been there why everyone's working but it's got to be so much better for unloading trucks and putting tools just helping everything it's yeah 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 i mean you can't even describe it you would have to to experience how inefficient you once were you have to rewind back to when Mitch was working in the shop and our fabrication department was a grinder and a torch. I mean, crazy, crazy. I I told the story. Well, I picked up Tractor House, the Tractor House magazine yesterday, and it was Hainsworth Farms out of New York. And I told Cody, I said, Mitch and I went there one time and he looked at it. He says, this guy in New York? So yeah, Mitch and I went there. Dad sold him a Valmar Cedar. And so Mitch and I went out there and, you know, you can imagine, um, we, we jumped in a truck similar to our white Ford F-350. So you can imagine the amount of tools that we had. We, the service truck at the service truck at that time had a flatbed on it. We didn't even have a service truck. So Mitch would always take the, he would take a Milwaukee bag, the red Milwaukee bags, and he would throw all the tools he needed in one of them. That's the tools that we had. So like an adjustable wrench, an impact. (laughs) And we went out there to New York and well, the brackets were totally incorrect. Something about a three, we thought it was a 330 or 335 because it was a case IH and, or they make a lot of odd sizes in that tool. So I don't know if it was a 42 or 40 or 39. Anyway, the brackets we had prefabbed didn't fit. There we are in New York with virtually no tools whatsoever. And uh, so we stayed. We ended up staying like three or four days. We had to go find a place to buy square tubing, metal tubing. Had to go buy it. Had to go buy uh, plates. And uh, he had an iron worker in his shop. He said, here, you can use everything you need to use in the shop. And uh, we stayed and fabbed new brackets. I mean, (laughs) to go from that to... We got a plasma table and, and, you know, it's, it's just night and day. Unbelievable. Um, how much more efficient you can be. And it's just crazy how it changes everything in the shop. 
hopefully the confidence in the sales guys because they know what is backing them um, to the enjoy, you know, how well a shop guy can enjoy his job, right. you know. The other day, the shop guys used the overhead crane to shove all the coils up in a 2200. They didn't lift a single one. And I say they, one guy put all the coils up in a 30-footer with a crane by himself. Mm -hmm. I mean, we used to have, we would gather everyone together. We'd get four or five guys, and we would shove them up. We we would each, it would take two of us, because one guy on that, especially on the swivels, um, wasn't enough. So we have two guys, and it was crazy. It'd wear you out. Yeah, it's amazing, though talk about a morning routine that'd be a good one throw some <laughs> coils up in a 2200 jeez oh yeah. uh, no doubt but the 1200s they still do by hand but um yeah it's yeah i'm hoping so we got a lot we're doing a lot of construction out there now and i'm hoping that it's all done in a, in a timely fashion maybe this summer ish to where we could have like a field day slash open house out there i think that'd be really cool to have you know have like dinner in the shop and uh and invite customers and do a walkthrough because about everyone i talk to is oh how's wallbash going and i think it'll be it'll be really cool when it's completely done i mean the 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 investment that's going into that is it's going to be a sweet really really nice deal so i'm beyond pumped for that so is most of it in the back building then or are you doing some in the front building too that are most of the improvement is in the front building in the front yep okay. um the the back shop it was built just pretty much cleaned it up and yeah it's done i mean we're working in that 100 yeah. percent right now yeah um there's really not much to do in that um the front uh place it was pretty cut up they had yeah. like a side room here a side room there and so we tore out a bunch of walls um, they had restrooms, they had offices in there. We tore that all out and we're pretty much starting from scratch, uh, because that is going to be the warehouse. And then we're adding on to a building to get the office space and we're doing kind of a showroom like this right here. So to get that, uh, you know, we're going to have kind of glass in the front like this is, there'll be a main entrance and then, uh, there'll be like a couple sales office or a salesman. Uh, office desks set here to the side and then displays all around it and then office uh, personnel in the back so when someone walks in I think we're going to have something like this for Sandy she's going to kind of be the director of, of traffic like at an airport hey what are you here for uh, I'm here to pick up my order okay uh, you know she'll call Austin or page him and tell the customer to go to you know, they'll take care of invoicing and stuff and then tell them to go to door number three and Austin will be there and there it is. Perfect. Or if, if they need a sales guy, he's not hidden in the back. He's right here, you know. So um, it'll be pretty efficient, hopefully. So, Good. That's great. Yeah. It looks different. I will yeah. say that. I've been in it here last yeah. week and stuff. Yeah. It not look the same. No. Oh, no. Yeah, they gutted a lot of stuff. So. <clears throat> Yeah, it'll be be pretty cool. So, what else? We're creeping up on an hour. I didn't know any of you guys could talk that long. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I asked Tammy at point she wanted to be involved, and she said, "No, yes. Do you, I, you need I some headphones and on. want to talk?" Tammy, we we can at least introduce yourself. Okay. Hi, I'm Tammy. 
let's talk about everything that, that you do here at NOVA. Okay. So I pretty much run the show over here. I have these three guys that I have to keep in line. You are busy. Um, mm -hmm. I take care of all of their orders. Um, I take care of ordering all the parts and inventory for over here at Nova and special orders that customers might need. Um, Hardy Parts has become something that I've become very familiar with, looking them up for customers, take care of walk-ins coming in the door, sweep the floors, clean the toilets, all that kind of stuff. So what's Seth Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you also uh, run some forklift, unload yes, trucks. Yes, I unload load trucks, trucks, load trucks, pretty much anything that needs done. Awesome. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, we've, we've uh, I feel like we've put together a pretty good team over here in Nova. I think everyone, uh, you know, does a very good job, whether it's out on the road, ordering parts, keeping inventory in, uh, service work, whatever needs done. Um, it's a full extension of uh, cold water and so I think we've put together a pretty good team and everything's clicking pretty well over here right now so I think I think we're in for another busy spring that's for sure yes. so mm -hmm. if, if it feels like we're a little slower or caught up right now just wait it's kind of like what they say about Ohio weather if you don't like it today just wait if, yeah. if you think we're a little slow today just wait you know yes. we've got some some uh ladies in the office back at Coldwater who sometimes act like you know they, they may have uh they may be looking for something to do and it's like just wait oh yeah just wait it'll come it's gonna be ramping up it's gonna be busier than anybody wants yeah uh, one thing I'd like to say about Tammy it's nice that I can I can turn an order in and it's it's taken care of she's she's getting the parts or getting it ordered getting it invoiced getting it sent out or getting it gathered up for me to take it out or whatever it it, it can go out of my mind pretty quick that it's just going to be taken care of oh yeah well i think we we overlook that a lot of times how nice uh tammy and and amy and sandy uh make it for us as long as we give them the right information right right it? yep gotta I, have the right information yep yep and uh and i i get uh told that as well a lot i, I need to <laughs> do a little bit better job of that um so but yeah they they do a lot we're able to just give them the order and they press all the buttons and make all the magic happen so yeah that's pretty cool but uh that's so. what we need yeah cool well we're over the hour hump here and uh, i've got a few hour drive home and uh I think we're going to wrap it up. Sounds good. Sounds Appreciate good. you coming out today and uh, I had doing fun. sales meeting with us and going over product. It, uh, I thought it was a great day. I so, had fun. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we all learned a little bit of something. And um, Dad's on vacation now, so hopefully the numbers are really start going. <laughs> That's right. When, when, when he gets back. <laughs> yeah. When he gets back. Yeah. yeah. Everything will be cooking. Oh, so. yeah. Yep. All right. Well, we appreciate everyone's time, and uh, thanks for tuning in.